Happy Woo Wednesdays, everyone. I have some exciting news. I have a new mini masterclass. It's about 20 minutes long and it's called Get on Your First Venue Vendor List. If you're not already on one, this is perfect for you, but if you're already on one and want to get on more, this is also for you. This mini course is catered to wedding photographers, but all wedding professionals will benefit. So text vendor space list to 310-582-5464. It's also in the show notes. I have two mindset shifts and seven steps to get on your first venue vendor list. The holy grail of lists, hot leads without you doing anything. So today I have a very special guest. Her name is Carissa Cruz. The Carissas are in the house and we're gonna explain everything to you. Carissa explains it all. Carissa Cruz is a wedding business strategist and funnels queen. The biggest takeaway today is that there's not just one marketing tactic that works. You need to create a marketing strategy that involves three stages, cold, warm, and hot. I bought so many things from Carissa because she is just that good. She is the marketing guru and you are going to love this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Get a Heck Yes with me, your host, Carissa Wu, and I have a special guest, Carissa Cruz. <laughs> we're the Carissas, and we're going to explain it all today. I've been following you for a long time, Carissa. She's a former wedding photographer based in Colorado and Iowa, and I bought a lot of your stuff. Oh, thank <laughs> because you. Because you have really cool photos, and that's what okay. we're going to talk about today. So a little bio about you. Carissa Cruz is where to say my name, but Carissa Cruz is your go-to wedding business strategist, coach plus wedding business owner for 10 plus years. Same. Her background is in marketing and sales and leaped into the wedding industry when she had the chance. And Carissa loves supporting wedding pros and cutting through the chaos with funnels and fueling their business. And yes, with funnels. <laughs> I just said, welcome, Carissa. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm super excited. I know we were chatting before about um, yeah, the two Carissas today. So yeah, super excited. That's awesome. Um, tell me about yourself and uh, just a little bit about your journey and where you are today. Yeah. So my background is actually business strategy, uh, marketing sales. That's kind of where I came from the corporate world. I've always loved weddings. I'm a Hallmark girl. Like (laughs) just that whole vibe is just just kind of me. And Uh so, um, I love that I landed in the wedding industry. It was not like uh, wasn't really where I was going, um, or what I had planned, I think years ago, and it just kind of happened that way. Um, but it's like a dream. Cause I love being able to mesh 
my marketing sales skills in with the wedding side. And it's just, um, yeah, it's just become kind of a dream business for me. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I, think, I guess Carissa's are hopeless romantics, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I goes so. with the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's ingrained into, yeah, the, the yeah. name of us. So. Did you get into weddings um, when you planned your own wedding? Actually, I did not. No. Um, it actually came from, um, it stemmed from when my sister got married, actually. Mm-hmm. So she was um, searching for a few different vendors and things like that. And um, it kind of stuck in my head because she was having some troubles finding um, some vendors and then that she needed to work with multiple vendors, you know, one vendor for each service. And it was just got really kind of complicated. And so it kind of like put a little nugget in my head. And I was like, you know what, I think there's like something here that I can kind of work with. And um, I had started a marketing company at the time. So I was doing marketing for small businesses. And I was like, this, this looks like this would be fun. Like, and so I told uh, my husband or whatever, I was like, hey, I'm going to start a wedding business. And he's like, what? And I was like, oh, just trust me. So, <laughs> And it's all kind of history from there. And so Aww. it's been fun that, yeah, it's been really fun. And um, yeah. the fun part of it's been, because again, like I said, the marketing and sales is kind of my background. And so um, I took, you know, I was like, okay. And I've worked with other small businesses, like as my marketing company outside of the wedding industry. And so I was like, I'm just going to apply that to this. Right. And um, it was really eye opening because there was a lot of things that didn't work. And it's because the wedding industry is its own animal. It's its own mm. like um, beast. It's just its own thing. And so um, what I realized was, is when uh, people were trying to go and find information and other wedding pros, they can't really find it because if they try to apply what kind of the industry norms say, it doesn't really, it doesn't work. And mm-hmm. then they think like, why doesn't this work? You know, I mean, there's certain t- bits and pieces that do, but um, so there was a lot of trial and error to figure out kind of how to get marketing to work within the wedding industry. Um, yeah. So were you, um, before you started your own business for small businesses, were you working for like a marketing firm? No, I actually have a really weird background. Um, I was in insurance for a while. Um, and then I was also in real estate for a while, um, and doing marketing sales, different angles on those couple areas, um, previously, so, and then I actually worked in a flower shop when I was in college. So that kind of weaves back into, I did wedding flowers back in college when I was there. And so it's really, and then the real estate part with venues and some rental stuff I have and things like that. So that all kind of weaves back to the venue side. So everything my past has done yeah. has kind of been weaved back into the wedding industry, which has been really fun. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A little fun story, kind of kudos to you, but I have a team member, her name is Cindy, and she does a lot for me. And I actually bought one of your like email sequences like twice. Oh, okay. That's that's how good you are. So she's like, dude, you just bought this. I was like, that's how good her like marketing is. She's freaking on. She's she's speaking to me. She's talking to me. She's talking to me. Thank (laughs) you. Yeah, that's funny. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a good funnel right there that I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what we're talking about today. (laughs) I usually ask what your woo factor is, but I'm going to ask you what your Carissa factor (laughs) is. What makes you stand out now as like, you know, educator and a strategist, coach? Uh, You know, I would say 
the biggest thing that probably that makes me different is um, just my vast background in actually marketing and sales and being able to own my own wedding business then and then weave weave that in, do a lot of trial and error, um, test a lot of things. A lot of things didn't work. You know, I waste a lot of money on stuff, that, that kind of thing. Uh, and and then, yeah, just that vast background of being able to help. Because um, actually my business, we do photography, videography, photo booth, DJ services. We've expanded it. Um, and so I have my teams in each state. Uh, and so, and then we did invitations previous to COVID and things like that. And so um, I just have this weird weird background that I can really help a lot of different people. Um, and I can really hone in. I kind of have that technical brain too. Yeah. So I can kind of hone in and make things simplified. Um, and that's where I love, you know, helping other wedding pros because they do what they love, right? They, uh -huh. you know, they created their business because they, the service that they offer is probably what they love doing. Uh -huh. But then the marketing side is just like, the, you know, it's just the the agony of that. It's just yeah. so hard. And, and with the, and I always say there's so much noise in the world these uh -huh. days um, that you don't even really know who to listen to. You don't yeah. even know what to apply and you don't really have time to uh -huh. test stuff. And so that's kind of, I think where I'm kind of different and how I um, can kind of help you get quicker to where you want to go. Um, that's interesting you say that because I don't have much time, but I was looking at your website right before this conversation and I was like, oh, do I have time to like deep dive into your stuff? But you make it really easy for people. We're going to kind of talk about your trainings um, a little bit later, but you kind of talked about like what was not working and then you kind of figured out what is working. But in a nutshell, can you maybe explain what is working? Yeah. So the, the biggest thing is, is that we know, you know, well, and with photographer, I know you have a lot of photographers that, um, it's fun from the photography side, because once you get a wedding, you can maybe, if you do other photography, family graduation, like all of that kind of stuff, you can kind of keep them as a client, right. To, um, expand and continue, you know, with that side, if you're not a photographer, really the services you offer, you know, it's kind of one and done. Like, and so you're always churning, trying to get those new, new leads. And what I love, um, the biggest marketing, um, things that I have seen working is that people aren't really taking, um, a lot of control, you know, doing, I guess is, um, email marketing and then the funnels. And that's where kind of the funnels part comes in. Mm. And especially for photographers, um, because you can get additional business from them the funnels are like an integral piece that I just love talking about to photographers. Cause I'm like, you are missing out on so many possibilities there that of just, of just different ways that you can really add some income to your business. And yeah. it could be from the print side. If you are into that piece of it, it could be from additional sessions, family sessions, you know, if they have babies, that kind of stuff. And if you're not staying top of mind, they're just going to forget about you. Yeah. Gonna, so um, that's where funnels kind of help come in. And I will say um, in content marketing, that's kind of the other piece that I really hone in on is content marketing. And a lot of times photographers, we were talking about this real quickly before that um, it's fun for photographers because content marketing is not as hard because we have all our gorgeous photos, right? That we can, mm -hmm. so it's easy yeah. for us to kind of, you know, get into. We're so lucky. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Right. Compared to all the other wedding, you know, all the other um, wedding businesses. So Content's usually not the biggest struggle for photographers. It is for the other wedding pros. Um, but then the funnel piece 
is where I see a lot of, yeah, I just see a lot of people um, not really maximizing that, that portion of it. Wow. Yeah. It is kind of, it is hard to get started, but once you get it started, it's so fulfilling. It's like the best thing ever. You're just like every person that signs up for something, you know, is going to yeah. be on my list for forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you get your heck yes from your dream client? So the biggest thing that I have found is you have to stand out and be different. So okay. the, um, and this is something that you probably hear me say, like if, if anybody's like in my world, I say this like every time I talk, um, is us as the wedding pro photographer, whatever we're doing, we get older, our clientele, like our couples get younger. So we have to really adapt to what they are looking for, what they're wanting. And that's really hard. Um, that's the other piece that it's really hard because things have changed so they changed so rapidly and so quickly that we just get something figured out and then it's like a 180 and now it's all you know all messed up and it's, totally. <laughs> and so that is where um I really strive because I still work with all of my couples um for my wedding business so I I do all the sales for them I do all of that uh so I really am in tune to what's going on in the the wedding industry still. And I really try to listen to what my ideal clients are saying, what they're, what they're asking for, what are they like the tone they're using? Like, I really kind of dive in and each time I talk to a bride, groom or couple, I really, I'm almost, I'm always doing market research, always wow. doing market. like mm -hmm. just in the back of my head, it's just kind of the way my brain works. Uh -huh. And, um, that is kind of how I think um, I've really is one of the pieces of getting that heck yes, because if you can train your brain to listen to what they're saying and not uh -huh. be so like, here's what I'm trying to sell, uh -huh. you'll build that connection and that relationship and you'll, and you'll be sharing information that's important to them. Wow. That's going to get you that heck yes. It's going to, um, cause they're going to feel that bond and they're gonna be like, Hey, they get it. And then I make sure my packages are kind of aligned with what most of my couples are looking for. Wow. Um, but then I can go back and sell to that and say, and hone in on those pieces that are in my package that are important to them, because there's going to be certain things that might not be important to them. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on those because that's not, that's, that's not going to be their driving factor on making that heck yes decision. So it's kind of a, a Yay, I give you a round of applause. That was a great, great answer. That's, that's yeah, a whole other segment of a yeah, podcast we could probably do. Yeah. Dude, um, it's kind of funny that you said like we get older, but then they get younger. Right? That is hilarious. Yeah, like, I say that like every time I do it, like every time I speak now, because it just resonates. It helps us to understand why um and you know why things are changing, why aren't they maybe like, you know, understanding like it's like or why isn't it, you know, connecting? And it's just because yeah, they're constantly getting younger. We're constantly getting older. Oh my God. Like sometimes when I go down, like I don't get back up. Like, mm -hmm. like I need like my assistant videographer to like pull me back up. Yeah, like, right. My hips are like giving up. <laughs> I hear you. I know. Yeah. I know. It's so crazy. Okay. One more question before we start geeking out on funnels. Yeah. See, what were you like as a kid? Um, so this is funny, actually. I just learned about three or four years ago that I have ADHD. 
yeah like uh, and so that has explained a lot of my childhood like now um yeah I was always constantly doing stuff when I was younger um actually started gymnastics when I was three years old that's something like that's random I don't think I've ever told anybody else that within my wedding like so that's some a new nugget for people uh but yeah I was always in gymnastics when I started three and ended like when I was 10 but I was always in sports and all of that kind of stuff so um always doing stuff and that's kind of probably why because of my ADHD I couldn't sit still interesting that's I I took my daughter my my almost three-year-old to gymnastics for her first day yesterday oh did you and she didn't do it she didn't do it yeah it was and she's pretty brave too she's like braver than the, the older one and I was kind of surprised but she went she choked she I I bribed her with Cheetos with M&M's Kit Kat <laughs> Did, what, uh, well that's huh well maybe it was just because it was new maybe it was like I don't know my, yeah yeah I'll try it again but I was surprised she like she was her face was so so scared but that's got it yeah that was uh yeah and there's some things I think you know as a kid like I remember I, I this is a random story but I remember um I must have been maybe eight um and my parents had had me do a singing like a play type uh-huh. singing camp thing something or other and I remember I that I was just terrified I was like I and I I, I think I was even crying and like I yeah. was like I am not this is not me like I can't do this um and yeah so there maybe there's just something that's like just kind of a a fear of hers that's internal she doesn't even know that maybe yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this is looks scary I don't know like it was yeah. so scary how are you coping with ADHD and then um is it like microdosing Adderall or have you um now that you realize that like um is it was it crazy like awakening for you um self-realized yeah. so I don't take any meds for it um I actually have just kind of tried to adapt and figure out like mentally like and do some just other things to really understand. But um, it's really, yes, it's been eye-opening. I think when I first realized it, I was like, oh, okay. Like, but then over time, like I would say really over the last couple of years, it's really soaked in more. And I've like, as I'm doing a task, I notice I'll get sidetracked and I'm like, oh, I want to back it. Like, oh, and so uh-huh. it's more of like the awareness has yeah. really helped me um, to try to stay on task a little bit more. Uh yeah, it's still like, it, it's, it's a learning curve. And the other part of it is, is I, I previously, I would um, give myself a hard time, I think a little bit for doing certain things. And now I understand like, oh, it's just part of my ADHD. Like I, so I give myself a little more grace for certain things like that now, which is, which is good for your, you know, your own, your own self and stuff like that. Yeah, but, um, I, I get it. I mean, you seem so smart and that's why you created these amazing funnels and you have the Rubik's Cube behind you, but we could yeah. do another podcast about ADHD. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. But yeah. Today we're going to geek out on funnels, but I guess we kind of explain funnels, but you can explain it one more time and then um, why it's so near and dear to your heart. And then we'll just kind of banter about like some tips and tricks. Yeah. Sounds great. So Marketing funnels are kind of a newer concept in the wedding industry, I would Mm -hmm. say. They've kind of become um, a buzzword that are starting to kind of roll around. And funnels really are the idea of attracting your ideal client into your world, getting Mm -hmm. them to know about you, and then getting them to want to book your services. And 
so that you're getting, you know, more money in the bank. That's really the, that's the concept of the funnel is, is, and you can kind of think of a funnel, you know, you're trying to, they're coming in the top and we're, you know, coming out the bottom and that's kind of um, how it works. And usually you have the repeat funnel, you know, but for the wedding industry, a lot of times you don't have the repeat. So um, that's really where, that's really what a funnel is just to make it simplistic. Cause sometimes again, I've tried to like, they can get really complicated, but I've tried uh -huh. to just hone in. Here's what we need to know for the wedding industry specifically. And what this does is for the young, because of the people we were trying to attract, they need nurturing. They need lots of touch points. They need um, that reassurance. Uh -huh. uh, and that's what funnels do. So years ago, it used to be, you know, somebody would come, you know, somebody would find you, they, you know, maybe even find you on the phone and then you could convert them pretty easily, right? Within maybe, you know, just talking to them. Well, now they want to end up figuring out what, um, like find you on social media first, check out your website. So, yeah. So the biggest thing is, is we wanting people to, um, continue to nurture, you know, you want to continue to nurture them because that's where, um, kind of our ideal clients now that they're younger, that's what they're looking for. And so that's what the funnels really do. But what the funnels do is they automate it for you so that you don't have to worry about, um, you know, manually doing all of this stuff. So that's where it's fun um, because you can create this machine yeah. um, to do kind of this work for you. Uh, and then you fill in those gaps with your own still manual touch points that are personable and stuff like that. But all of those things that we can automate and keeps you in front of them, we'll do that within the funnel. I didn't know how to get into spaces that I wasn't invited into. My aha moment was I finally found a venue that I jammed with and I think that we're gonna have a great relationship. So I'm super excited to be on their list. I have presented myself, my art, and my business in a way that is speaking to someone, that is speaking to somebody enough where they recognize my brand. They know who I am and I don't know who they are, which is amazing. And they want to work with me. Yep, she's just one of my dozens of students crushing it. Go on my website, www.heckyesmedia.co and book a 15-minute strategy session with me. Only if you want to be booked out on multiple preferred vendor lists and have a proven marketing plan. Pardon this short interruption, but me and the Get A Heck Yes team have some exciting news. If you haven't heard, I have a free mini masterclass, how to get on your first preferred venue vendor list. The holy grail of bliss, hot leads, and these couples don't really care about price. It's 20 minutes and packed with goodness. The link is in the show notes. Also, we are offering website copy writing for all wedding professionals. With my digging and coaching skills and my team member Cindy with 15 years of copywriting experience, we will create your perfect website copy. We want you to cry of happiness when you get it back and say, wow, I'm so proud of myself as a business owner. Get a free audit of your current site. Go from meh to heck yes. Just DM me your website and I will send you a Loom audit back. My Instagram is at Carissa Wu. Back to the conversation. How do you get people to get on your funnel with, is it lean magic or? Um, yeah, so there's a few that? different, yeah. So there's a few different ways. Um, so content marketing is kind of 
you know, one of those pieces, the organic way. Um, and you can have, you know, several different ways to do that. So you could have a lead magnet and that's kind of what um, I break down. So I'm doing a funnel training the end of this uh, month. I'm not sure when this podcast will go live. Um, it's April 24th and 25th. I'll be for that. So it'll be okay, perfect cool. Time again. <laughs> okay, cool. So April 24th and 25th, um, I'm hosting a free funnel training and yeah. So, um, and, okay, cool. Yep. There's two different dates and then two different times, like a daytime and a nighttime. So that way, whatever people's schedules look like. Okay. Um, but I actually will break down, um, and I've created it into three different funnels and those three different funnels have kind of their own key pieces. And so that the first funnel is kind of your attract and excite funnel. Okay. And that's where you're going to, um, get people into your funnel. So that, um, and that our biggest strategy in there we're going to use is a lead magnet, but we want to create that wow um, lead magnet that lead magnet that's going to woo them right like and we're going yeah. to yeah, and we're going to um, create that to get them in, excited about us. Can you give um, but, like one example of like a cool lead magnet that you feel like converts? Yeah, so um, for photographers, a uh, we always want to think of the lead magnet to lead back to our services we provide because we don't want to do off topic of something that doesn't lead back to our services. Um, and we want it to kind of be a step before they're going to book us. So um, those are kind of the two key factors that I see a lot of people kind of um, deviate from and then their lead magnet's not successful. So for photographers, for instance, an engagement session, um, guide of some sort or like what to wear yeah. I found is a really good one what to wear because that's always a what do I wear type thing you know and um you can kind of have fun with that and you could use your own photos in that lead magnet to you know to share kind of oh. different aspects um you could even take that um a couple different angles and you could do like um indoor versus outdoor and you could kind of put a spin on that yeah. um, so that's really good because if they're they're wanting that lead magnet, they probably haven't done their engagement photos yet, which means they may have, might not have booked their photographer yet. Yeah. But that's kind of the concept of where you're wanting your lead magnet to go. And um, as you're starting to create that is, is those are the two pieces we want to make sure we incorporate in, um, into that to make it as successful and um, get as many people into your funnel as possible. And so the idea behind that is, is people are, uh, if you're not familiar with a lead magnet, it's also called a freebie or an opt-in. So it's kind of got three different names and they are going to give their contact information. So they're usually their name, email address. I usually also will ask for their wedding date for in our industry. Oh, um, uh -huh. and so then that way I know too, um, if they're, if they're even an option, maybe I'm booked that day. Right. Like, and so I just kind of get, just kind of gives me that information. Ooh, that's a good tip. That's a good tip. That's a really good tip. Do you use a yeah. flow desk or, um, so, or kit or, um, so I use active campaign. Okay. That's the one that I use and love. Um, but the flow desk works, convert kit works. The only reason why I love one of the things as I, um, create, uh, funnels and things like that. And as I share resources, I always look for like, what's the most cost effective. And so uh -huh. active campaign, um, I have a code, it gets you like nine bucks a month type thing, whatever. So you, it's really inexpensive and it gives uh -huh. you that tagging and some of that stuff. Um, but yeah, so, uh, 
really you just need your website for the funnel part. You need your web, a website, so wherever you want to host that at. And then you'll need the email marketing software, which is, you know, GAFTA, Flowdesk, ConvertKit, whatever that might be. And then um, your CRM system, obviously, and however you're going to kind of keep yeah. track of everything. So those are really kind of just the three pieces you need. Um, and it doesn't have to cost like a ton more, like a ton of money or anything to implement. Yeah, that's super cheap. What is like a tip for you for your nurture sequence? Like, do you do like a whole every month for a year or is it like, do you have a certain system? I, I mean, I know because I, I bought your stuff a bunch of times. It's so good. Um, but what would be like a tip for um, our audiences today to yeah. just what's in the so, nurture sequence? Yeah. So usually, um, so once they come into your lead magnet, so then we go to the next funnel, which is that nurture sequence. And that's where we're usually, I say like 10 emails in that nurture sequence over a 30 day period is wow. usually what we want to do. Um, because one, we, we want to keep in, and usually I'll do like a one day in between for like the first three days. Um, and then they kind of spread out from there a little bit. Uh, but we want to stay top of mind because obviously if they snagged that lead magnet, it is a, you know, is at the top of their mind, but we don't want also, um, be like annoying to them either. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. That sweet spot. Uh -huh. Um, and it's not always that they're going to open all of our emails either. So that's always the thing we have to think about is, is just because the email lands in their inbox, doesn't mean that they, they're going to open it. And so that's why we need to continuously kind of follow up. Um, and so that's usually what I recommend is around 10 emails. And then after that, then you, you would put them into a bi-monthly, so twice a month email newsletter system. Um, but the thing with the emails is, is you want to make sure that you are, um, they're value-based, story-based, like you're uh -huh. weaving in your own um, services, your own you know experiences into these so that they're not just like, hey, are you ready to book my services? Because that's going to like totally turn them off and they're just going to unsubscribe. So if we can weave in that story value where they see like when they open, that they want to open your email because they're like, what are they telling me today? Like that's the excitement we want to create because if you can, you probably have, you know, if you can think of um, your email, you, there's probably a few emails that you get in there from people that you get excited about. And you're like, oh, what are they telling me today? Like, yeah. that's what you want. Yeah, that's kind of what you're trying to, um, what you want to kind of accomplish with your email sequence as well for your nurture sequence. Yeah, I used to like, I had like daily love, you know, I love yours. Um, I... I have this like family photographer. She's so good. Um, I just posted last week. I just, um, some people just give really good value and I love reading their stories. So mm -hmm. you, I would say like a question is why do we need to nurture them? Is it because that people are trying to get on our list or find a photographer even before they they're engaged? Um, is it, is it kind of like the wedding industry? They're just too, too many photographers and we need to like stand out. Um, why is this like nurture sequence like so important? So a lot of times there's a couple different ways um, that, that that happened. Usually a lot of times they're not, you know, for, for wedding photography and things like that, they're not really reaching out before um, they get engaged. Mm -hmm. But they'll end up maybe reaching out to four, five, six, seven, mm -hmm. eight, nine, even 10, you know, who knows how many photographers, Probably. right? Mm -hmm. And they don't really know um, 
they're just doing research. They don't even know what things cost sometimes. They don't even know what they need. They don't even know who they want to work with. They're, and I always say that like in the wedding industry, there's like a hundred different, over a hundred different decisions that a couple has to make. Yeah. And so we want to make it easy for them. So you do kind of have to stand out. Okay. And that's how these emails, the nurture sequence can do that. And it'll build that relationship a little bit before they even maybe talk to you. So you already yeah. kind of have that leg up because you've already done some heavy lifting um, through getting them to know a little bit about you, you know, maybe why you love what you do, just, you uh -huh. know, that kind of whole thing. Um, and you can even share like different pieces about like a, something about, you know, you that's unique and things like that, because that might attract, um, attract them that, you know, like maybe like, for instance, I have chickens, like, and so, you know, it's like, you know, maybe you had chickens or something, maybe you weave something in about a chicken or something. I don't know, but, yeah, uh, totally. and then they might've grown up on a farm or had yeah. chickens or something like they, it's just these weird nuggets uh -huh. that you throw in at different times that can just really attract them and make you stand out. And so yeah, I think we're always trying to connect, like even when me like hosting or interviewing you, it's just like, oh, wow, we have the same name. Like look at yeah. our backgrounds or like, you know, pops of color. They're kind of yeah. pretty um, pinks and possibly. Yeah. So I just, I always want to connect. And it's just like, even when I look for like people like going to tattoo me or if I'm going to look for someone to do my like kid's birthday, I just want to connect with them before I even reach out. So yep. it's like, okay, so when you do book them, you do trust them that they're going to show up and do a good job and they care. And then, you know, for a photographer that does have a beautiful funnel and you could help them with that, um, it does show that um, they're kind of like an expert at their craft. And you could, you could really go to a deep dive on like their work because when you go on Pinterest, um, like I go there on all the time for like home decor, but it's like, I don't really care about the photographer. I'm just looking mm -hmm. for inspiration. Yeah. But with these emails, it's kind of like, you know, about your chickens, about your turtles, about something that you play guitar, you play tennis, pickleball, whatever, like yeah. when connect with the actual person behind the lens. So I think it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're definitely correct. And especially with photographers, they want to feel like, because we hang around with them like for hours all day on their wedding day, right? So they want to know, like, they, you know, it, it goes both ways. We want to hang out with people that we enjoy hanging out with too. Like, and they want to hang out with, you know, people that they feel you know comfortable with as well. And so um, that's what those nurture um, emails are. Uh, and I also recommend when, and I talk about this kind of in the funnel um, training and the courses that I teach is, is that there's actually a different couple, different ways that leads can come into your funnel. So even if um, a, somebody reaches out direct and doesn't come into your lead magnet, I still put them into, um, they kind of skipped that first funnel, but they go into that sec, they go into the, the warm, the second funnel. Ooh. Um, and so, because those are not, they're, you're writing them to be value-based, sharing about you. It's building that underneath stuff. Um, so you can still do your follow-ups. Um, because obviously if they reach out through our website, we want to follow up right away, see if they're, you know, we want to do all of those things still, but then this can run behind scenes and just feed in to a little bit more of those, um, exciting, you know, things about you that just gets them even more excited that you don't even know because it's doing the heavy lifting for you.
Nice. Chris, I think you were like a mad scientist in your past life. <laughs> I could actually have like little like funnels and like, like explosions of potions and like yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, what's funny is, is um, when I went to school for marketing and whatever eons ago, it feels like now we funnel like funnels have always been around, right? But it really never had its name because it was put it add out in here, and then they yeah. come to purchase. Like it doesn't. It was a simple funnel. Like we didn't even really have the name of a funnel. But um, now, so years like I would say five, six, seven years ago, when they started to become more of a thing. Um, even my brain went like, what? Like, cause there's so many moving parts and it took me a while to like, get this all honed in and figure it out. And I'm like, well, if it took me like, you know, and I have kind of this marketing, you know, technical brain, I'm like, no wonder why people like don't set these up because they're just, they, they've made them so complicated. And so yeah. that's what I've tried to do is really just simplify it and give you exactly what you need to build your own funnel, um, with those three, three pieces. Oh, I love it. Okay. So if you guys like this conversation, um, I'll, we'll talk more about the April 24th, um, mm-hmm. uh, training that you have, but I'll, I'm going to go into rapid fire questions, but what is your biggest or your best content marketing advice? To post consistently, okay. even if you are not, even if you feel like nobody's watching. So a lot of times, you know, you might post and you're like, oh, I only got two likes or only I got zero comments or whatever. Keep posting. Um, I would say that's one of the biggest things that I see is, is that we just think it's not working. But what I want you to remember is there's a lot of lurkers out there. So they're seeing your content. They just might not like, you know, they just might not like it. They must not, but they, they do like it. So like, I'm actually a lurker. I, a lot of times, um, go on and just sometimes like scroll through stuff. And like, I don't really, and it's, and the reason for it is I'm just kind of tired. I'm, it's not that I'm like, my brain's already exhausted yeah. and I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm just sitting here. I'm scrolling through, you know? Uh-huh. And so in over the last couple of years, I think more and more people have gotten tired just with everything going on in uh-huh. the world. Uh-huh. Um, so they go to social media and they're doing their thing, but they're not really, um, they're just, yeah. So they're, so they might not, you might not get as much engagement on stuff at certain times or all of that, but just stay consistent. Yay. I love that advice. What does the phrase in the, your background say? And then what Some, does it mean? Yeah. Sometimes you got, I think it was, sometimes you got a zig while everyone else is zagging. Ooh. So the idea behind that is everybody's going this way. You, you can be different and you can change you know, show up differently, do some different things and you can zag and you can make really a big impact into your business and your life. Um, Cause a lot of times, again, we hone in and we get, we think that we have to do everything like everybody else is doing. Um, but we don't like, you can, you can be a little different. You can, you can stand out and you can um, make your own path for your business. And so that's kind of where that comes from. Um, so, yeah, so I, I kind of came across that. I was like, ah, that really like resonated with me. And I love that. I love it. What do you like to do for fun? So I end up, um, a lot of times I have my, um, my chickens. So I like to hang out with my, chickens, <laughs> I got my dogs. Um, yeah, yeah. I have like pets are a big thing to me. Um, and my Hallmark movies. I do like my Hallmark movies. So yeah. Yeah. 
Well, tell everyone where to find you and more about your training um, and how to like work with you. Yeah. So I have my um, funnel training. It's April 24th and is during the day. And then April 25th is at night. And you can um, go to my website, carissacruziweddings.com. And it's right at the top. I actually have a banner at the top um, that you can snag your seat. Um, It's free. And then we're going to dive into what funnels are and and the three funnels I kind of um, that I teach you on. And so I kind of give you all of those details in there as well. Um, And then at the end, I will share an offer on how you can um, work with me and um, from my course side and that you can end up um, building these three funnels yourself. So um, and and usually um, you can get them um because that's the other thing within the wedding industry too is, is you're all over the place from a um a timing standpoint right we're busy sometimes we're slower sometimes all of that kind of stuff and that's the fun thing is is we can build kind of each funnel at at a time and that way and it's still doing what you need it to do so you don't have to implement everything at once to start getting traction yay give it up for the carissas <laughs> And where to find you on Instagram? I don't think you said that. Yep. Um, at you could go at Carissa or um Carissa Cruzy Weddings. Yeah, spell the same as me. <laughs> yep, exactly. It ever. Yep. Yep. Well, thank you, Carissa. This is awesome. And I can't wait to see you on the 24th and post this episode. Awesome. Thank you so much. I love chatting with you. This was so much fun. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.